0: The instance is brought to you by the generous contributions of listeners just like you. Head on over to patreon.com/frogpants today. <laughs> the World of Warcraft podcast so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance episode 547. It is February 1st, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by Garrett Weinzerpel. Hello,
1: Garrett. Hey, Scott. How are you doing today? I'm pretty
0: good, man. I I feel like it's... I don't know why, I just feel like it's a good week for WoW and a bad week for other blizzard things. And also real blizzards, where people are really cold and have a lot of snow. In the uh, Midwest, and you don't have to worry about it because you're on America's Wiener, sticking out in the sun like that, and uh, we're cold here too, but not nearly as cold as they are, so to our listeners who are uh, all jammed up in like, sh- areas like Chicago and parts of Missouri and, and uh, the Dakotas and whatnot, I uh, hope you're, you're safe and, uh, oh, Minnesota's real bad, I guess. Don't go outside. Your eyeballs will freeze is what they say. Have you heard that? <laughs> have you heard that? They said your eyeballs will freeze.
1: I thought you were making a joke. That's
0: legitimate. Legit. Like if you're at nev- negative 69 degrees Fahrenheit and for, no, you, you. for your Europeans, I don't know what this Celsius is. That's the so one we, part of metric I, I'm not into yet. I like all the other stuff measurement. I'm in let's change it all right now. My life is centimeters, millimeters, meters. I'm ready. I'm increments of 10. That sounds really easy to understand to me. I a hundred percent agree with you, but I still can't get my head around the Celsius because, and I think that's our big sticking point. But anyway, And it's not even metric, is it? Is it metric? It's just a thing. It's just a whole other way of doing temperatures. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, somebody on the news said, if you go outside in in that level of cold, like Arctic freeze, and your eyes are open, you run the risk of like instantaneously freezing the outer layer and part of your cornea immediately, like just
1: like that. Have you seen the day
0: after tomorrow, Garrett, where where they're in that helicopter
1: uh, no, no, I haven't because disaster movies are boring.
0: That movie... Okay, I'm not going to disagree with you. I kind of generally agree. Although uh, Tom Merritt would totally disagree with you. He loves those. But I'm with you kind of generally speaking. However, Day After Tomorrow kind of holds up. It's so okay. It's all right. It's worth seeing. Go check it out. Jay Gillenall. Although I'll t-
1: tell you what. Next time you do a disaster movie on filmsack if, uh, if, 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 if Dunaway actually likes it and you want someone to be grumpy about a movie, uh, bring me on. Okay. You're... We'll warm a seat for you. Everything will be fine.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, man, I just hope you guys are okay. I know a lot of listeners that live out that way. And uh, my sister's in Minnesota and hasn't left the house in 48 hours. So there you go. Uh, Hey, let's get into it. We got stuff to talk about today. No Patrick, uh, no Terpster. Patrick's got some kind of back appointment. I can only assume that his back hurts because he played – overwatch the whole time on the show last week so that'll get to you after a while after a while you're back will just start going oh reinhardt and you got to go in and get it looked at so well done patrick nice going it's your own doing and since last we spoke i became a grandfather yeah i know that's weird i get it it's strange oh, that's, how did we get this far in without
1: that coming up well it's, uh, it's
0: come up on like 10 other shows so it's hard to i'm
1: gonna be completely honest i assume we weren't doing a show today Oh, really? Because of that whole thing? Oh, like, nah. I was I was on Twitter. I'm looking at all the photos. And then like last night, Katie's like, hey, you doing anything else this morning? I'm like, you know, Scott, Scott said so. And I'm surprised. I just figured you'd be busy doing family well, stuff. Well, we've been doing that a lot, of course, all of Wednesday,
0: which was the birthday. And then yesterday, there was some stuff. But for the most part, it's all gone swimmingly well. Like, no issues, no complications, no nothing. Like, she's just going to check out this morning. My wife's going to go help them move their stuff. Uh, back to the house, uh, their dog is here. So they'll pick the dog up and then they're just going to settle in and <clears throat> start doing family stuff, you know, like with the little one. And it's just, just real weird because when I started the show in 2006, my son Nicholas was six years old and uh, now he's 18. So the thinking is uh, give it like five years and he could pass the torch to the little dude and he could be the new town crier. See?
1: That's oh. what we're thinking.
0: Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, because the instance never ends. It just goes on in perpetuity
1: until we're all dead. Un- until until World of Warcraft is taken offline. Yeah, which isn't probably as far as far off. And then as you, you might know think. what else we do? We launch the instance classic, and we use the old town crier soundbite <laughs> on that show. Uh, oh, we'll the new one from uh, your grandchild, uh, Van. Van is his
0: name. see the name? Yeah, That's Van. A cool name. It's a pretty cool name. I call him Minivan for right now because he's little.
1: That is so acceptable. <laughs>
0: it's totally acceptable. <laughs> it's a great, it's, it's a great
1: nickname <clears throat> until and, until Van is no longer mini. Yeah, and oh, it's
0: happy t- yeah. times all around, everybody. Just so you know, is this all feels great because, A, being a grandpa, which is still weird to say, but doing that, achieving that in your 40s, Feels good because you're still young you don't have to like feel like an old turd i'm not 72 going ah we had a little kid the other day i couldn't (laughs) make it to the hospital like i got i got the energy i got the i got the chutzpah i got the goings on the kids already wearing like video game shirts like we're gonna nerd that boy out it's gonna be great i'm gonna spoil him rotten and send him home at the end of the day that's the best part you just feed them all the candy they want they play all the video games they want you just party at grandpa's house and then you send him home. He doesn't have to get up at 3 a.m. at my house and barf from all the candy. He can do it there. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. But anyway, oh, so good. Yeah, he'll start a Van Halen tribute band because his name's Van. Uh every time he uh tries to get a cab, it'll be Van Halen. Get it? Van Halen, a cab. It'll be Halen of a cab. <clears throat> right? Uh I got I got other jokes. Uh he'll uh, uh he'll live we <laughs> <together with jokes. laughs> When he when he's uh, when he's having a hard time in his teens, he'll go live in a van down by the river. That'll be a thing, and then, uh, uh, well, it was oh he he'll love uh, Jean Claude Van Damme movies. You see where I'm going with this? A lot of van references.
1: Going to be a big fan of the A Team. <laughs> I forgot
0: about the van and the A Team. Yep. Well yep. done. Thank you. I, I was missing. I felt
1: like something was missing over the last be couple of days. It. Yeah. I think this going to be his favorite show. You filled the Well, uh, congratulations. Thank uh, you very dude, much. I, I know I've, I've texted you that. I know I've tweeted at you that. But if you don't, if it didn't happen on a podcast, did it really happen?
0: No, nothing ever happens unless you can say it out loud and then store it forever. So uh, it's much appreciated. And it's uh, been a very intense couple of days in a very good way. And uh, we're, we're uh, you know, it's, good, it's nice to kind of be on the other side of the intensity of it. Because now I can get back to, you know. <laughs> things like what's world of warcraft doing and things like that which is sounds like a weird thing for anyone in grandpa status to say but yet here we are and here I am and here you are and we're going to do a show we got a lot to talk about uh it turns out things happened this week and in particular one very big thing dropped and we'll talk about it now <laughs> mythic and raid finder wing 1 for battle of Dazalazor dalor <laughs> Bizarre the lore. It lore, I know it's bizarre lore. I know it's bizarre lore. I know. Breaking up for you. It's bizarre. lore. No, it's not hard. I did that for the for the for the fans. They just love it when I screw that up. Anyway, it's uh, out. It's open and uh, of course First thing Garrett did was jump into the raid wing uh, the raid finder version of the of the first <laughs> wing and just tear through that thing and experience every morsel that was there for him, right? Right? You did all of it. Actually, the
1: first thing I did was get sick on Tuesday, miss the anger chicken uh, <laughs> and then uh have to prepare for episode 300 of the anger chicken because they gave us a dev but we couldn't say why we were doing a, a second episode this week last night and it was yeah. because as you all know now there was a Hearthstone Uh, a major balance update announced uh, and they were so kind to give us a dev uh, in the middle of the week Oh wow! so I just had no time to get into Raid Finder and check out Battle of the Zara lore.
0: Yeah, it's been a I was going to say it's been a kind of a wacky Hearthstone week and uh, I saw that yesterday your tweet and I went, what is he hinting at? What kind of special something's going on? And you couldn't say, I guess, because that was the deal. That was
1: really cool at Team 5. They're like, hey, we're going to give you a, a dev for this reason. You can't say why. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool. This will be fun to promote. <laughs> yeah. No kidding, right? <laughs> Love stuff we can't talk about. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thank you, Team 5. Also means we had to do our 300th episode early. So yeah. we did it last night instead of uh, this upcoming Tuesday. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. feels like five minutes ago
0: we were doing that first one in uh, the Guild Hall. And like, what? When was that?
1: 2014? 2013? It was like episode four or something. Oh, I think. was it? Okay. I thought it was, it was the first 2013.
0: one. Yeah, I thought it was the first one for some reason. Why would, why would yeah. I think? Why would I think that? That's not I right. Don't know.
1: Is like it? episode three or four, I forget because um, I don't believe there's video of that episode. It's one of the only episodes that it doesn't have a video component anywhere. Mm. Well, I know this. Uh, anything past two hundred and you're officially podcasting. Nice job. Well done. <laughs> well, we're at episode five forty-seven, so it's going to be over a year before I get to a double zero instance episode. Yeah, look at that.
0: Oh, you'll get there
1: faster than you think. Yeah. We miss days sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So anyway,
1: yeah. So LFR is open. Mythic is open. Yeah, it's
0: out there. Some people have already cleared up to boss nine. Um, I forgot what group that was that did that. Shoot. I meant to write it down. Anyway, somebody's already torn through it, as they always do. I try not to pay attention to that because, of course, somebody did. But uh, the Raid Finder thing. Okay, here's what I did. So yesterday, it's been a busy week for me. And I haven't had time to play much of any video games most of the week. So we were getting my daughter ready for all of her stuff and kind of being here for her and everything. And so, yesterday I had some time. I thought, well, I'm going to hop in and get queued. Let's go. Let's see this content so that when it hits normal, I'm you know more ready or whatever. And um, I'd forgotten that I am sitting right around 3:48, and Wait, it's a really? yeah, and it's a minimum 3:50. You stopped rating, I guess, sooner than I thought. Yeah, I fell off that wagon. That's a- Yeah, yeah, yeah. just laid there. I'm like, I think I'm just shy of 380. Yeah, you're probably way, I mean, I know you're way ahead of me. I mean, whatever happens with normal, it's it's it's, some group's going to be carrying me, whoever does it, because that's how this (laughs) works. I go, I, this is what happens to me. I get real good at the tip of the spear and I'm right there with everybody and then I fall (laughs) off and then everyone's, you know, 30, 40 eye levels ahead of me and then I'm stuck
1: wondering why well, i can't me, get into 350 let me tell you what i did do this week in World of warcraft scott and that was get the bug to just do world quests and kind of just keep up on things and let me tell you you're, you're gonna be able to get over 350 high level really fast Well, that's what i realized last night is the catch-up mechanic
0: is real like i went and looked i, I noticed this and went damn it i can't do this now and immediately went well how are we doing on world quests have they bumped you know have they bumped eye level uh or you know can i can i get some catch up here and sure enough yes. There's multiple uh, 350 items. But the problem is all the ones that I wanted to get were um, outside of caches and stuff, but uh, just, you know, single uh, reward uh, world quests. They were all uh, items that I had 370 or better already. And so it was like the right items weren't dropping, if that makes sense. So I went and did a bunch of those and I knocked some out. And there were some that were like, oh, this will roll higher if I can get a a freaking warforged whatever this will be great and nope didn't happen uh got i forgot i had war mode on got stuck in a patch of really angry alliance people who just wanted to eat me until i no longer existed in this in this mortal realm and so lots of death try to run my corpse barely get out of there hearth back trying to hearth back my whistles on cooldown, so i can't do anything (laughs) fast they see me and kill me again like it was just I had a,
1: rough. An experience very much like that. The war mode's pretty bad right now. But. Yeah. It's
0: gnarly. They're doing it in packs. And you know what? Great. That's what war more mode's for. Figuring out
1: shystery ways to screw over your opponent. That's the deal. I feel like a pack doesn't really do it justice, Scott. Mm-hmm. I feel it's more uh it, they do it in populations of small countries. Uh I see what you saying. I got run over by probably <laughs> eighty F an alliance this week.
0: Well, maybe we're supposed to be, we're or should we be rolling with some horde group somewhere and doing the same thing? Steamrolling a bunch of war motors?
1: uh, We should. I try to put a group together, but no one wants to do it. Y'all let me down. Y'all are a bunch of cowards.
0: I might do it. I might be willing to do that. That sounds like fun. I mean, what they were doing to me, I could see the fun of it on their end. (laughs) It wasn't fun for me at all. (laughs) But I could totally get into it. There's that one quest where you go and you fish for like sand monsters out in Voldoon. Mm-hmm. And so you fish for them, they come up, you kill them, you get to whatever. And I was trying to just get that one knocked out and done because there was a potential upgrade there for the world quest. And they weren't going to leave. They were just camping it and killing everything that they fished. They weren't even doing the quest, they were just bringing up all these, all these, uh, sand monsters, uh, you know, ao them down and waiting for people like me to come by. And that's fine. It's an old trick. I get it, uh, and I fell right into it, but uh, I immediately went back. When I could, I hearth back, went back to uh, switch off my war mode and went back and completed it, So, and I didn't get the upgrade. So anyway, the bottom line for me is I'll probably get into Raid Finder today sometime or possibly uh, tonight and, uh, and see it because I really want to see it, and it's a good time to get in because lots of queues and lots of people are going. I mean, I could queue for uh, the last one and try to get, an, you know, some incremental great upgrade because there are some in there. But then that's, you know, you got to hope that it drops. And Oh, you will
1: get much larger upgrades from just doing like go do a Warfront and some World Quests. There's, there's much larger upgrades to be had that, that way. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So, I got a 395 trinket, dude. Oh, my Lord. Down. Wow. How'd you get that from what? I don't even remember now. Proct- Did it drop off a? I think it might have gotten it off a boss, and it like proct heroic war forged. That's great, like a world boss or something. I, I can't remember now. Three ninety five um, J's Louise. But I was stoked.
0: Yeah, we're we're hitting that. Uh, it's fun to hit a new even number. Get right up to that four hundred. You know, it's like uh, I don't know. Some, yeah. something about I'm looking it.
1: for a ring right now. My lowest item level uh, item is is a, I've got. I'm sitting on a crappy three fifty five ring. So I just need to. You need to find a, a world quest or an emissary that's, that's given a ring away and it'll yeah. be, yeah. be solid. will sure everything up. Well,
0: uh, I, for one, I know a lot of people don't like this about the game, or not a lot of people, but some percentage don't like catch-up mechanics because they feel like it's, it's to give us lazy players too easy of a, of a way to play the game. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, he,
1: I'll throw him under the bus without him here to defend his positions. Kyle Kyle doesn't like the catch-up mechanics. He gets oh, real he gets I, real grumpy about catch-up mechanics. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. next time you're uh, you're hanging with Kyle, I'll just be like, "Hey man, tell me about your opinion about catch-up <laughs> mechanics."
0: Yeah, I will actually. Cuz I would like to know more and I would like to rub it in a little bit that I actually like benefiting directly from the nanny state that is Warcraft when when I
1: need to catch up. I think it's great. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. Like yeah. I, you know, if I, if I got geared up doing the raid at the time, that's cool. I like to see it when it's new and when people are still interested in it. Um, and you know, with the next patch comes out and there's catch-up mechanics, eh, I don't care. Do you
0: think, um, you think it just comes down to the, like, they just feel like they earned a thing. Is it just that old primal thing of, I, I did this when it was hard and now you're getting in too easy. Like it's a, it's as if you're, you know, you're senior class had the hardest test ever and the very next year it got half as hard and now you're like well that they don't know how hard it was for us is it that attitude do you think
1: yeah i think so too i mean again speaking to, to kyle's opinions i don't know we haven't really dug too deep into it because we don't do a wow show together but right um, I, I i i know kyle and i'm sure it's a little more deeply rooted and nuanced than that because he tends to he tends to have <laughs> reasons for the beliefs that he holds Yeah. Um. That, that aren't so, so simplified. But I mean, yeah, when I see folks complaining about it online, that does seem to be the, uh, the, the vibe I'm getting. Oh one. man, I tried so much harder, but this has been the cycle of World of Warcraft. You, you remember when BC was announced or so people were like, mm-hmm. no, I worked so hard on my tier mm-hmm. and we're going to have 10 more levels. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, well now it seems kind of silly because it's just the cycle of World of Warcraft at this point. Yeah. I forgot. There was a big outcry then about, you know, I just did all
0: this and now you're going to give me a green with my first quest. That's better than this thing. I worked so hard to do like, yeah, it's always been here guys. Sorry. You know what? Expansions are catch up mechanics <laughs> straight up <laughs> now. Literally, literally they give you a character boost to current level. Like that's it. Can you get more catch up mechanic than that? Like that's the, that's Mike and the mechanics of the catch up mechanics. It's insane. Here, be level 120 and do nothing to get it. It's pretty good. I mean, we're there. This is the world we live in, so get used to it. Anyway, I'm curious what people think about it. I have not seen any of this raid. I don't like to look at videos ahead of time. Uh, My primer tends to be Raid Finder because I like to, you know, it's a little, uh, obviously it's an easier easier run, so I don't have to be as stressed about it, but I can also see a lot of the mechanics, get some idea of what my surroundings are going to be, know what I have to do. And I don't have to go sit through a bunch of videos and be spoiled. I'd rather kind of be spoiled through Raid Finder. So that's what I usually do. And then if I'm feeling at all serious about uh, whatever comes next, I'll then go, you know, dig deep into final boss videos and stuff like that. Uh, So anyway, it's out there. It's happening. And Garrett, you should get you should play. You can get in now. You could do it
1: now. I, I, it's on my my list of weekend things to do once i'm bored with the anthem demo i'm gonna go do, run some lfr
0: oh can we i, I know this is sidetrack, but can you just give me a little the little 401 and or the 411 411 and what you think of that thing how how, how is it do you like uh, anthem?
1: shooting is less fun than destiny the mobility is a lot more fun than destiny okay and does it, how loot wise like i was told it felt like diablo does it feel like diablo <laughs> It feels a lot more Diablo than I expected and it's that's a big compliment for me. Yeah. Me uh, as well. I like it. I like uh, I like the health drops, I like the ammo drops. It feels like you're you in the middle of a big Diablo fight and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm going to die." <gasps> There's a red glowing orb and you're going to go run over it. It has a more arcade feel than I I thought it was going to have and yeah. I really like it. Do you like the who uh, do you have a favorite of the uh, what are they called? What are the what are the body Diablo- suits? Javelin, you, you have a favorite them, Javelin? Uh, I think Kyle's calling them Iron Man, so you can call them <laughs> Ironmen.
0: <laughs> of course he is.
1: Do you have a pick? Do you like the fat guy? you like the little skinny fast guy? What do you like there? Honestly, at the moment, I really like the boring ass ranger because it feels the most like playing Iron Man Oh, yeah. I would assume he's he's your nice middle of the road, it's too. Like, it's like the default. I can't, I can't decide what I want to play. It kind of does everything a little bit okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm curious. I, I'm
0: still... I am way on the fence, and I will be probably until some of my friends that I trust in areas like this start to give me their feedback. And uh, so far I've been pretty positive. You, you and you should, others. Have... Uh,
1: this is a shameless plug. You should go check out Kyle and I's new YouTube channel.
0: Yeah. this is uh, an awesome new thing. You guys should all be checking out. I'm very really curious yeah. about the Kyle keeps emphasizing how you guys worked out an amazing workflow. And that that's the thing that makes me the most curious. Is that weird that I want to get all meta about your workflow and not. Yeah. Move? We can,
1: we can, we can talk about it at the end of the show if you want.
0: All right. If you guys we're not t- sharing that with you,
1: it's, it's not like mind-blowing or anything, but, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> we figured it out. We record a video, and we put it on in the internet. Of- <laughs> yes, you turn a camera on.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. You guys are really blazing new trails. Um, all right, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's talk about that pig for a second, and then we'll get into some other uh, deeper topics. The the uh, What's this thing called? Ho- Hogris Swine of Good Fortune, released on the uh, store. This is a thing you got to buy. You don't get it in the game. Uh, it's one of those. Now, normally, I don't like to really showcase these or talk about these that much because generally i'm like eh, i don't like the fact that these are 25 bucks i feel like they're overpriced i've felt like that for a long time and i still sort of think that price is uh, a little bit outrageous however uh you see this thing in motion and you have to have it i will have this pig probably today uh because look at it just look at that pig garrett <clears throat> he's, I, uh, he's flying I love it. Uh, he's amazing. This is the most... If there's a better pet on the... Uh, or, sorry, pet. A uh, better mount that you can pay for <clears throat> on the Warcraft store, I don't know what it is. That's an amazing deal right there.
1: He's he's a good boy. Although, I, I wish he wasn't made out of stone. I wish he was an honest-to-God, like, fleshy pig. You want, like, a real... I, I want a song. real honest-to-God, just pig. A giant pig with wings.
0: Yeah, but doesn't it make sense that they're like... This feels like something that came out of... Um, uh, freaking Pandaria, like some yeah, the like Mogu, yeah, that's what it is, and it's and it's got and then of course it fits with the Chinese New Year thing, which is the whole point. It's the year of the pig or the year of the hog, uh, so all that stuff is the tie in But it seems like, uh, yeah, somebody, somebody one of those Mogu dudes walking around, going, oh, I'm gonna make a pig, and that's what, and that's what happened, and that's how you got it. Only twenty five dollars later, you got yourself a Mogu pig, a Mogu Gushu pig, or however they say their names. But you say you said it <laughs> right. I didn't say it right. What is it? It's Mogu. Mogu. It's just
1: Mogu? Yeah. they were the Mogushan vaults, if that's oh, what you're thinking
0: that's of. That's what I'm thinking of. Yep. That's totally what I'm thinking of. Anyway, yeah. I you know, also would be cool is if every time anything happened that was Pandaria-related, that we would get a little side quest where we'd have to fly to Pandaria and find Lore Walker Cho, and then he could tell us a little story about it. Yeah, awesome. he smacks his gong and he has this long story to tell you and he goes, "Ooh, you desire a story of the thing and you and you could just sit down and talk to him." Oh, man, that'd
1: be amazing. I uh I went and captured his uh, his long story about King Rostakan for oh. uh for some some lore bits on my solo show this week.
0: Wait a minute. He does that?
1: Yeah, back in Pandaria when uh, uh Throne of Thunder <laughs> was a thing and we went out to the Isle of Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Cause Zul shows up, Prophet Zul sends uh, a bunch of Zandalari out to the Isle of Thunder. Wow, why
0: do I not and, know uh, that?
1: Okay, you, you find uh, you find a scroll that's called the Zandalari Prophecy, and it tells you to go to Lord Walker Rockercho and give it to him. And then he un- he unravels the damn thing. It sits there and tells you the whole story about King Rastakhan and the cataclysm and Zul. Oh my gosh! Okay, right. well, I've... and it's if you go look it up on YouTube, you can see the old shitty model they used for king rastakhan because it's like a hologram of him kind of shows up and but they've updated it now if you go do the quest now it is the new model of king rastakhan sitting on a throne oh that's awesome yeah. but It but used to be the other guy i love that when they do that yeah he used to be just like a really bad vanilla Xandalari troll
0: it's probably like uh it's probably just some id that they just swap out right like there's it says that rastakhan's there and now that there's a new model for
1: Rostacon, it just sticks the new model there probably that's what I imagine. They've got to have something like that right when they, you know, when they did like updated models and whatnot, because every NPC in the game is an yeah. updated model now. And well, so a, so
0: Garrosh like. used to look like freaking tree bark and just stupid. And then <laughs> one day, uh, bear- one one day, suddenly he was like, oh, he's got the big shoulder things and he's all badass and, and whatever. And, and I think they probably just swap that stuff out. I don't know. We, you know, Blizzard, if you just send one of those guys that does these sorts of things at the company, just, Come on over for an interview. I love those kind of things in the in the game. People always want to talk to Ian, and Ian's great. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to talk to some dude who's like in charge of making sure the rain
1: works in a certain zone.
0: Like that's interesting to me. Real. Yeah,
1: no, I I stand by it. This past BlizzCon, the best panel. No offense. I know you did a panel. Was the the Wow Classic panel because they got into the nitty gritty of what they had to do to make it work and to rebuild it, and it was
0: so fascinating. Yeah, I agree. That was probably my favorite. Right behind that one. The WoW Q&A one was pretty good, but it was, uh, yeah. It was, close. It was all right. It was all right. It was a close, was right. <laughs> was a close <laughs> second. Um, I was trying to find while we were talking here, I, I have a Laura Walker uh, choke sound clip, and I can't find it now, so I'm not going to play it. Mm. It was about the Monkey King. Maybe maybe I have to just search for monkey. Hold on. The <laughs> Monkey King blew. Oh, here it is. The Great Gust blew the Monkey King away. Ah, oh, it's so good. Laura, Laura <laughs> Walker chose my man. I love him.
1: Anyway, and we made an anime about it called Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my Lord. They kind of did, right? That's essentially an adaptation of the Monkey King.
0: Is it? There's like More tw- there's like 100 animes that all have a version of the Monkey King story, and then video games do it, too. Everybody's doing it. Everyone loves the Monkey King. Wee, Monkey King. All right. <laughs> I want to buy that pig. Chat room said something funny. Uh, where'd it go? It said... <laughs> it said the fans... I can't find it now. He said... The uh, fans said... Um, and wow will only be good when pigs fly and Blizzard's like hold on a second or hold my beer <laughs> it's pretty good anyway uh, there's that alright now if you want to be a Colteran Kul-ter- or a Zandalari we talked about this a little bit last show uh, we now know what you have to achieve to get these dudes and ladies Okay, so here's what you gotta do I'm gonna read right from the post they put in the uh, forum and uh, we'll talk about it as some have seen on the current PTR players will be able to unlock both Colteran Kul- on the Alliance and Zandalari on the Horde in our next content update. Uh, so these are you're finally getting these things that were sort of promised with the uh, with the expansion in general. While we do not have a date to announce at this time, these requirements to unlock these allied races are currently active and live in the game. If you're interested in playing either one of these upcoming allied races, you can get these requirements completed now and begin the quest to unlock them as soon as the content update is released. So on the Alliance side. You have to get the following achievements. Tides of Vengeance, which is complete the Tides of Vengeance war campaign, or at least up to where it's currently at. Uh, you have to get a nation united. You have to complete the following achievements and quests uh, on the continent of Kul Tiras. lore master of Kul the pride of Kul a nation united, and have reputation exalted with the proud more Admir- admiralty. Admirality? I'm saying that right, aren't I? Admirality. Because you're admi- Ad- Admiral. Admirality. Ad- Admiralty, Admiralty, admiral admiralty admiralty you're right admiral- it's admiralty
1: yeah hey i'm just gonna
0: <laughs> put on the records a shit word that's what i'm gonna say i don't like it admiralty <laughs> you know it's
1: a lot easier to pronounce zandalari empire
0: <laughs> or uh uh the freaking braid name that one's easier too
1: um <laughs> so uh all right so that's that horde
0: you gotta get tides of vengeance complete the tides of vengeance war campaign again up to where it's current uh achievement zandalari forever you have to complete the following achievements to do that. The throne of Zold- uh, Zoldazar. You have to get the Dark Heart of Nazmir. Secrets of Sands. In the Sands, sorry. A Bargain of Blood. Boy, yesterday, the Secret in the Sands were Alliance guys camping there. Anyway, Bargain of Blood. <laughs> the final seal. And you have to have reputation exalted with the Zandalari Empire. You do all of that. You
1: also, have to, uh, you also have to watch Black Panther all the way through.
0: Yeah, because you won't understand the... Rec- you won't get the uh, Zandalari Forever reference then, will you? Yeah. Uh, Boy, they really sh- shoved that in there in the same year they released the video game, didn't they?
1: This is uh, this is all fine. You know, if I have to unlock these races, this is all right. Are you a little? Prefer-
0: are you a little bugged a little- that uh, you you're gonna have to do as much or more work soon enough for flying and stuff? So like, this is just the beginning of this sort of thing in this expansion.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- th- this is all with the exception of maybe Exalted was Andalari Empire. This is just playing the game. You know, if you just play the game, you're gonna get these. Um, exalted with you know whether it's you know getting exalted on the alliance or the horde side that that is going to take some grinding but everything else on here is just playing the game naturally pretty standard stuff yeah and we don't know anything
0: about that flying stuff that's the other problem when they sell a pig like this he won't fly in the zones because he can't
1: well well, it's going to be pathfinder like all the previous expansions so
0: yeah which again I was so dead set on making sure I was as ready for pathfinder as possible I'm so not, dude. Like, there's this so many that little... al- that alcoholism, man, really, really threw you for a loop. It jacked me up. I wish there was a way to convert it like currency. You know, like all the work I did on the, I don't know, whatever other character I did. I can't even think right now. But whatever secondary character I, I leveled up, can I just take all that and convert it somehow into <laughs> into freaking rep and other stuff that's hard to earn? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what just, I'm doing. I play video games weird. Back on
1: just, just, just go hard on GURP. You know,
0: you'll you'll get there. Go <laughs> hard on GURP. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what the kids say today. Um. Anyway, that's what you got to do. So get in there and get ready, because soon you'll have a thing they seem to have promised originally with the expansion. I'm, I'm
1: really struggling with this, Scott, because my my original horde main, who I haven't touched this expansion yet, yeah. But the 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 character I swapped a horde with, and I downed Arthas on, is is my blood elf paladin. Mm-hmm. But Zandalari paladins look so good. Yeah, they really do. They look so rad. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, do I commit the sacrilege of of race swapping? Like, probably the tune that's the most important to me. Well, I don't let's... think I can. I don't think I can do it. But I really want a Zandalari paladin. Let's think about it for a second. Your only other
0: option then is boost and level,
1: right? And it's essentially the same thing. It's like, if, I, if I'm if i going to be playing as Zandalari Paladin, I'm not going to be playing my Blood Off Paladin. No.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's so just ugh, that's a hard one. I mean, think of it this way, though. You could always... You just said it. Because if you're not going to be playing the one, you're going to be playing the other. So make the conversion. Live as a troll for a while. And then when you feel like, oh, no, I'd really rather go over there, then just do another one. It's all they want is your heart, your cold, hard cash. <laughs> I that's can't it. decide it. You're, you're harder money. I get it. No, I totally get it, dude. I
1: get uh, what else feeling. could they be? Is there anything on like dying? If I'm anyone dying ever asked
0: mouth. me to tr- to race change or even faction change, my uh, gurp, I can't. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. It would be sacrilege is the right word. It would feel wrong. Like I am wronging a, a heritage. Like I'm. I don't know what it would be. It'd be like, um, you know, I always think <laughs> this is bad. You know the 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 DuPont family. They were all made all this money and and. Uh, whatever they did, I don't know what the DuPonts did but they were huge and then they had the one son who went nuts and killed people <laughs> I don't wanna, Where are you going with this? I don't want to be that guy who has this long running uh, you know, lineage with his character from vanilla, in fact pre-vanilla and on I kind of had Gurp even though I had to recreate him in, in the retail game uh, when they finally went out of beta but uh, I just have had him since the beginning he's just always been there for me to change him now is like having the sun that kills people. <laughs> it's not working. My analogy's not working.
1: This is one of not one of your stronger analogies.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not <laughs> at all. It's a really bad one.
1: Uh so in the chat room figured it out, said, Make the troll, get a fever, boost the troll.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's what I did. That's how you should do it. And <laughs> do then, that. That's and, how And then plop that's him the... down in front of the temple and never pick him up again. We have figured it out. Yeah. We all, it's it all out. solved now. Uh, Okay, some more things that got figured out. Ian Hazakostis, everyone's favorite watcher dev, sat down for an interview and talked about some things. Now, I only am going to highlight the stuff that interested me because these are the things that always jump out at me. I am a more esoteric wow fan. I love to know uh, weird details, strange things, overarching ideas. What's the company thinking level type of stuff? That's more interesting to me. Than what uh, warlocks had, uh, you know, what what talent a warlock lost this week. I don't care about that. I care about the bigger picture a lot of the times. And he and he talked about that a little bit, specifically the state of the game. And so let's go through these. If you have anything interesting to to coat this with great. otherwise we'll just sort of tear through these. But here we go. He says the team cares deeply about the state of the game. They are visiting all of the different venues where players provide feedback and talk about the game and read all of the comments. That means they're probably listening right now. That's the
1: rumor over there anyway. A lot of them do. Hey, I'm excited about what you're doing with the artifact necklace.
0: Oh, you are? (laughs) That's good. Tell me more. Why why are you excited? What's good about it?
1: They're more or less turning it into an artifact weapon, and that's how I wanted it to work.
0: They kind of are, aren't they? They're sort of... I mean, you know, this is them pivoting and going... That worked really well. We thought we had a new idea that was maybe even better, a little more concise. Maybe not so much. So let's bring back some of what made that last thing good. Uh, he says people love the game and have a deep connection, but it's going in a direction they don't like, uh, and that's frustrating. Feedback comes from a place of emotion. See, this is where he starts to get deep, and I like this sort of thing. Uh, he says one of the challenges with WoW's are very diverse audiences and play styles. When players accuse the team of being out of touch, it isn't that they don't understand player concerns or what they'd like to be in the game. The team has to keep in mind that the other half dozen groups of players, uh, what they want the game and they want, they want the game to be and that they see the game as being different things uh, and often those are opposing things. So I like the uh, perspective he's providing on that because I don't really think about it. Like we're all thinking about it from our perspective. Some player likes to go in, solo all the content and never touch anything end game other players all they care about is endgame so all that stuff before that is just fluff they have to get through as fast as they can um, play styles are gonna differ across the board like he says there's dozens of ways for people to approach and play the game I think it's good for us to remember once in a while that sometimes if one vocal group isn't getting what they think they want or at the very least perceive that they want um, another group might be getting what they want um, yeah I,
1: and I mean this is this is not a wow exclusive challenge no, to game is, creation I mean, video this is games. a challenge that every game has to contend with this comes up all the time when we talk our stone
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah uh, is that you know what 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 we want is probably very different what the vast majority of players want sure it's like uh that anthem game a lot of people think they know what they want
0: right now and it's going to be when that game launches There's going to be a whole lot of people that want a thing and, and it's going to go back and forth about whether they're wanting it or getting it or not like destiny 2 everyone tells me it's in a great place right now but i know there's some people that are like no i hate it right now i liked it better three months ago you know like there's just that's that's video games and you're totally right i think wow maybe is in the unique place of uh, well a longevity the game's been around for so long and iterated upon so much and they have so many systems in play now that they they have perhaps an extra high challenge to balance all of that and keep every group happy um and maybe mmos in general are in that position but Anyway, I find that stuff fascinating. He says, uh, players, this is an interesting point. He says, players have every right to focus on their own experience. In other words, if you're just into camping in the sand and killing me, you should be able to do that. That's your job. Go do it. Make it happen. And the game should accommodate all of those player styles. And there's nothing wrong with you wanting to be whoever you want to be in the game. Uh, Again, these are philosophical points. These aren't like, you know, why is my paladin broken kind of questions. Um says, the team wants everyone to be as happy as possible.
1: Oh. That's some hard-hitting, uh, really, really brave comments there. <laughs> I thought
0: you'd I'm like that one.
1: <laughs> really going out on a limb uh, with uh, <laughs> the comment that may ruffle some feathers. Yeah.
0: We'd really like everyone to be happy as possible. That way, I mean, subtext is that way you keep providing your $15 a month for us to make your video game. So I get it. I know that why they want us all to be happy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Chandler makes a point that I wanted to actually talk about today, and I forgot. Bagera says, I want the W or the Warcraft 3 reboot when they give us a release date. When is that? Do we have any idea on that game? We don't have any idea when that's coming out this year. That's it, right? That's all they've said.
1: Sometime in 2019. <sighs> all right. I mean, you're looking forward to that, right? That's the thing you want. Oh, that's money that no longer is in my pocket. Yeah, I think I pre pre-ordered mine as well I'll absolutely be playing that yeah uh
0: it's a little pricey in my opinion but whatever uh that's blizzard they pay they, they say
1: all right what's it worth 20 bucks all right add 10 and we're good uh, still cheaper than the seven three release of the same Nintendo game over and over again oh look at you throwing
0: shade I like it come, <laughs> c- come at us Nintendo fans i just like putting things in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting I, things up. that's fine I, no that's good we're doing a, we're doing the lord's work all right uh here we got the internet is a place that has become a bit more polarized and it's become more about getting anger out there than less about finding common ground so now he's getting like real deep into the whole us versus you tribalism of the not current wrong. social internet he is not wrong no i think he's right he says there's a bright future ahead with the majority of battle for azeroth patch content still to come if you think back to this time in legion there was much more to follow so uh, giving everyone a a brighter or a bright outlook of what they expect from Battle for Azeroth. I mean, I, I suspect that if if you were if if pe- if there are people out there that were really unhappy with the state of Battle for Azeroth, it was no longer tweaking their bean. That's kind of dirty sounding, tweaking their bean,
1: isn't it? Oh, Cringing for the audio audience.
0: Yeah, my I face. feel bad. I, I, sorry, everyone. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I didn't really mean it that way. It's like I always say dumb things like, "Oh, it really melts my cheese," or. Uh, that really picks my apples or whatever. I, tweak it really and, torques my wrench. Yeah. <laughs> tweaking my bean was not an intended... I didn't mean it to come out like that. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> I'm still saying it. He won't stop saying it. It's, I'm having a physical reaction when you say it. Bean tweaking is not cool. Or unless you're into it. Whatever. I don't care. Oh, um, all right. It says... <laughs> He says, what did he say? He says, uh, and nah, I lost it. Where'd it go? Sidian in the chair says, at least you didn't full stop and focus on it. <laughs> that is so Sidian, dude. Always calling oh. me out. He's always right, by the way. Oh, Sidian's great. <clears throat> that dude is like, his name should be matter of fact. That should just be his name. <laughs> uh, I forgot my whole point. Oh, my point was that they've they probably checked out by now, right? Like, you're if you're not loving it, you're out. So the rest of us are into it. We're playing. Let's go video game. Woo!
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Eden's getting very like broad, broad and philosophical here, and he's not—he's not wrong. I mean, we, we've been having these conversations on and off, yeah. uh pretty much for the life of Battle for Azeroth now, because it seems to have been this this lightning rod um, for anger surrounding Blizzard. It, it deflected a little bit around the announcement of Immortal, but now that there's no updates on that game, yeah we're we're back to focusing our anger at blizzard at world of warcraft for for whatever reason and yeah. i i still don't i still don't get it i mean it, it, it's obvious but it's also i think correct where ian points out here that you know right now it just it feels more polarized around the internet um and i don't, I don't know i i think it's i see it as misplaced i feel like we're losing the narrative we're losing the history of of wow overall mm-hmm because this, I, I don't see this as a, as a bad expansion. I, I don't agree with everything that has happened in it by any means, uh, but my God, I prefer this so much to Warlords. I prefer this expansion heavily to something like Cataclysm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, we're way we're in way better territory than that than those games, and I would even say. I mean, whatever, someone's going to argue with me with this, but I don't feel like I'm feeling that different at this stage than I was with Legion or with Pandaria or any other expansion. Sometimes, sometimes those things have to be in the rearview mirror for people to appreciate them more. Like Pandaria has definitely got high beam nostalgia on it right now. People are very fond of it, but man, you guys all forgot the kind of stuff you were saying in 2011 about that expansion announcement or about when it launched. Like, there was so much hate and so much, this is it, Blizzard jumped the shards, the worst thing ever. Y'all forgot, and now you're all just glowingly constantly going, oh, yes, Pandaria, what a time that was for all of us involved. It's like, no, dude, you weren't saying that then, you jack and ape. I love that term. It needs to be used jack more. Jack Jack and ape. It's pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> he went on to say, "The team is focused on learning from mistakes that were made with systems and rewards at the start of Battle for Azeroth, uh,
1: correcting many of those in Patch 8.1 and beyond." Yeah, I mean, yeah. World of Warcraft. It just doesn't seem like they can make updates as quickly as they can with 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 other games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it's in between. Uh, obviously, Heroes is slowing down, but it, I used to say it's like Hearthstone is the the far end of the uh, the pendulum where things move at a molasses pace. And Heroes is the opposite end where there's constant updates and iteration. And WoW is somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that's but, fair. Like the changes coming to Azerite, like that's, it was the way that the Azerite system worked in this expansion was such a, a core piece yeah. of Battle for Azeroth and to 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 change it. I, I, I don't know. It makes sense to me. I don't understand exactly what they need to do to make the changes that are going to be coming, uh, but I imagine it's something that takes a lot of time because yeah. of the how baked in and and what a cornerstone the system appears to be with gearing and BFA. No, I think it's an it's a
0: it's a joint for the bones that are the game. This expansion, like this, is, it's all surrounding this. And the way that those artifact weapons were in the last expansion, everything hovers around or was meant to hover around Azerite and Azurite gear and Azurite as a concept. So, yeah. It's hard to it's hard to shift, I think. Once, because if that's your backbone, whatever that is of whatever expansion you're in, whatever your big thing is. And I want to say, so for this, it would have been that. Artifact weapons for the previous one. In Warlords, I would have said it was like... Um, what was the big thing there? What was their big... Garrisons, I guess. Oh, Garrisons. That? Yeah, no, totally. It was Garrisons. It wasn't great, but it was Garrisons. Um, and then before that in Pandaria, I don't remember. But there's always something, right? There's always like some... Big thread probably from BC and forward. There's something in the expansion that is the thing, and that's the thing. So whatever they do around that thing, they have to, they have to at the same time be thoughtful of things that aren't working, keep the stuff that is. Uh if it was a colossal mistake to make it your tent pole, well then what do you do? Like they have to just react in a lot of crazy ways, and that's just the way it is. I don't know what the next expansion will be, but it'll have its thing. It'll be like, you know, I don't know what it'll
1: be. I mean, I think if, if if the artifact weapon system worked, I don't see any reason to necessarily throw it out. And that, and this, this, so see, like I'm, 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 I'm with the critiques. I don't think the Azerite system is good. It is my least favorite thing about this entire expansion. Yeah. Uh, but I also understand that it's going to take some time to fix it mm-hmm. because of the way it's designed and how, how big it is. No, I want to fly right now. I'm just telling you. I, I'm ready to fly as well.
0: Yeah. It's time. I want to do I'm happy to keep doing some world quests, but let
1: me fly. Damn it. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's time. Let's get that going. It's it. I've, I've really enjoyed the world design in BFA. I think, I think these, uh, these two islands are just amazing and I have enjoyed my time thoroughly enjoying it from the ground floor, but uh, it's, it's, it's time. I've yeah. spent enough time running around on, on my mounts.
0: Yeah. I did, And I, well, whatever. There's a lot to like about that experience, but I've done it enough uh anyway if you want to watch that whole video it's on youtube and you can uh go watch it It's cool stuff uh interview with ian hazakosis i forget who did the interview i should probably give them credit it was here we go uh vanu or sorry vanian.eu uh looks like a german thing because they're because they're explain why i'm unfamiliar with it yeah and their description says we're and die Derm game director, Ian Hasekostas ein paar Fragen dazu? I'm sure I nailed it. All our German listeners, write in. Let me know how I did there. I'm sure yeah, I got I, it. Exactly. Uncanny. It's so it's so authentic. Nearly it's nearly offensive, really. <laughs> like I should be in trouble for what I just did. But, I uh, feel like I'm at Germany and Epcot. I've <laughs> <laughs> Oh, happy birthday again, by the way. How'd that go? Everything fine? Everything went good? It was
1: a great time. Yeah? It was a lot of fun. All right. Well, said hi to uh, Bethany from the Heroes team who was out visiting. Oh, right. She was there we, just uh, for we, vacation or something, right? We passed each other in Japan in Epcot and high-fived. Nice.
0: Fun. Yeah. That's v- if you high-five in Japan, real Japan, though, they'll arrest you. It's an offensive thing to do in Japan. Just I don't kidding. believe that's true. It's not true at all. I made it up. Out of know. <laughs> whole cloth. All right, uh, let's see what else is happening in and around Blizzard. Whoops. Why isn't that moving? There we go. Hey, uh, let's talk about the rest of Blizzard and what's happening around it. Right now, hero, uh, Heroes continues to be super weird. Uh, they lost another major public-facing figure in Kevin Johnson as of yesterday. Uh, there was a Twitter post from him. He's moving on to something else within Blizzard. Uh, for those who don't know, he was often, well, was always the voice of uh, the videos they would put out that would be like, here's the hero overview and how the hero works. Or if there were other kinds of uh, event stuff, he would always be that guy. Uh, very, very quickly kind of became the public face. They've even made an announcer pack for him recently, uh, and uh, which is pretty great. To have him leave that group is weird and very disconcerting and... I am currently in a really bummer place with, uh, with Heroes because, you know, the announcement was one thing, the follow-up was one thing, but this period of about a month and a half of really no word as to much of anything other than just incremental, we're losing this guy, we're losing that guy, um, a very quiet launch of Imperius, these sorts of things, have left me very, very high and dry at the moment. On, on Heroes, and it's bumming me out. Uh, so I don't know how I feel about it.
1: How do you feel about it, Garrett? <laughs> uh, times two. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's hard not to look at someone like Kevin uh, leaving the Heroes team and, and not see it as a as a sad thing. And also, because of what he did, it's very easy to look at it and be like, oh, God, does this mean there's not a lot of updates coming? And is there not a lot of reasons to need someone like Kevin on the team anymore? Yeah, that's that's uh, kind of my take as well. Uh, is my concern I mean as far as heroes as a whole I've been playing it I've been having a really great time um I, I think if you're in the game and you're playing it you're probably not noticing this as much uh depending on your skill level of course I mean there's all kinds of people at uh, the really high ends still very concerned with queue times and whatnot yeah but uh I think for the vast majority of of your average heroes players your in-game experience has probably hasn't changed that much I and mean, my mind hasn't and I'm not I'm not a master's player so if anything mine's gotten better I feel like I have better matches generally yeah. yeah yeah same um i'm making a lot of friends and in, in voice chat you know people i do not know and this is because i do a hero show i had i what I, I had a game like two weeks ago where someone's like hey i know that voice are you not paradox and i'm like <laughs> no that's not that's <laughs> not me I am not, not paradox. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't think that I just have good games because folks are like, oh my God, you're, you're on into the nexus. I'm going to listen to your shot calls. It, it, it very, very rarely happens. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I, you know, I've, I've had really, really good experiences recently in game. Yeah. Same uh, here. I just worry about the, I don't know. I worry about how
0: viable, well, you, you and I both do hero shows. I worry how viable those are in the future. Like, it's just, I don't know if it's enough anymore yeah man
1: don't get to tell me twice it's a a significant portion of my income yeah
0: yeah it's a weird (laughs) deal i don't like it uh but i tell you what i do like i am playing diablo 3 season 16 on my pc in particular and having a great time uh every once in a while that itch comes back and i'm all in again and right now i'm all in again so uh level 20 late last night i started yesterday because i haven't had time to start but uh yeah we're gonna take the monk the, the 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 distance and uh
1: enjoy the hell out of this season. So, there's that. I uh could not be less interested in playing Diablo at the moment. <laughs>
0: That's okay. That's huh? how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed that, that to be sounds,
1: interested. That sounds like I've done it before. <laughs> and you and you have. I guarantee you have.
0: It's all about whether you got the itch or you don't. And if you've got the itch, you should you should scratch it. And if you don't, you absolutely should not. Like this is uh, I want to make this really clear to everybody listening even. This isn't even me going, "Hey, you guys are crazy. You should be getting into the latest season. It's really good." No, it's like seasons, it's like it's always been. There's really, in fact, the the, the set I'm going to get, which I happen to not have, but the set I'm going to get for this monk is one that I think came out in season three or something. It's a really good set, but uh, it's not new. Nothing's new. It's all just, uh, well, they have a passive ring. Uh, one of the rings, the Royal Grandeur Ring, that gives you, uh, you, you can have two less items in a set, but you get the full set bonus. Normally, you have to apply that by wearing the ring or using the cube, in this season, it just is a season-long passive that's just on you. And that's pretty crazy.
1: That is, that, is, that is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So there's stuff like that. But I, right now, I've got the itch. I guarantee you in a month, well, I will not have the itch. If you have the itch, uh, salves and creams. That's right. Ask your doctor if... of <laughs> three season 16 is right for you. If Wine Earl's secret cream is right for you. Uh, also I'm playing overwatch again. Um, overwatch in terms of news, uh, there is some stuff happening on the PTR. They've got a new assault based map set in Paris. I think it's called Paris. I'm not actually sure on the name. Uh, anyway, I haven't actually seen it. I don't do PTR in there, but I have been playing again and having a ball in there. So I recommend once in a while hopping in there, literally having a ball. I'm trying out that damn, uh, go- uh, uh hamster ball thing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Hammond. And he's fun. It's like, it's, a, it's a stupid idea, and it works somehow. Uh, he's a fun character. So uh, kind of back into Overwatch. As you heard last week on the show, Patrick's very much into Overwatch. It's all he did the entire episode was play Overwatch. So there's that. <laughs> did real good over there. Uh, it's, it's
1: because he knows that new paris map is coming and it's his french heritage he just has to uh he has to get in there yeah
0: but wrecking ball is good i like him i like uh there's some other stuff i haven't seen for a while that that's that's uh tweaking my bean <laughs> oh for god's sake I know, it's becoming a thing it's a thing now in uh anyway oh, it's, it's, not. it's not a thing we're making it a thing and it's not <laughs> but it's great and it's doing good all right
1: tell me about hearthstone what are we doing there how's it going uh, major nerfs announced just yesterday, and I would highly recommend going and listening to the 300th episode of the Anger Chicken, because we had the developer Peter Whalen on the day that these nerfs were announced to talk about these nerfs. So there are actually people
0: left on the team. They didn't all go to, uh, second dinner, right? There are already... <laughs> just making yes. sure. Okay. All right. Yes. Uh, there's, uh, it's, it's a rather large team, as a matter of fact. Oh, good. Okay.
1: So people um, are yeah. working on Hearthstone. We know that. We're sure that's going on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, But uh, some, some major meta decks are getting uh, some serious wind taking out of, taken out of their sails with these nerfs.
0: Well, that's how it goes. Is that just kind of the normal? Are we at the point in the pattern where that happens or is this a surprise?
1: No, it's a surprise. We're, we're at the point where we're very surprised we're seeing this many changes this often. Because we got a balance update right after the release of Rastakhan's Rumble, which we were like, "Holy crap, that's amazing!" No, that's never happened before. Even though the the cards that were changed were cards that have they're older cards that we've all kind of been looking at for a while. I mean,
0: is there a a way to read that as tea leaves and go, "Oh, this is their new way of"? new methods with all these people switched out, new new people in charge. Perhaps they have a different way of approaching meta and changes I in the game. think so,
1: a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked to Peter last night, and he said, you know, we're, we're trying it out. We're trying to figure out what's right for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, I, I think, I, I don't think they're going to, they're never going to make changes just to make changes. They're never going to uh, adjust the game at a certain amount of time just to hit a date. Um, They're going to make they're still going to make changes when they see it's right. But I I, I think they're going to be I think they're a little more open to making more changes more often. Nice. Well, uh, that's good to hear. And uh, it's it's, it's great. uh, Unless you're upset about uh, nerfs.
0: I guess if if you don't like nerfs, you're not happy. Right. That's how it works.
1: Yeah. But I don't know if you're (laughs) sick of losing the odd rogue or even palette or even shaman. You know, you're probably going to be happy about these changes. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. I think even shaman's dead. Oh, really? I think they killed even shaman.
0: Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, good luck to those who liked even shaman, <laughs> which I don't even know what even shaman is. It's fine. <laughs>
1: Sidian chatroom says, "Hey guys, what if instead of doing nothing, we tried something?"
0: <laughs> oh, Sidian. His name should uh, be um, uh, Cynicalium. That's what it should be. It's not Sidian. It should be Cynical Man. Cynical Man. I would also exp- uh, I would also be okay with. Uh, makes me laugh. Yeah, he does make me laugh. I will give him that. Oh, look at this. Look at this, everybody. Look at this.
1: Hear ye, hear ye.
0: Why, it's the Town Crier. (laughs) Town Crier, indeed. It's where you guys get to share your thoughts, questions, and general fun via email. Theinstance at gmail.com. That's theinstance at gmail.com. And this came in from Jason, who wrote, I bought Diablo 3 when it first came out, but couldn't honestly ever get into it. I ignored the updates over the years. When you said you were enjoying it, I decided to get it again, but this time on the Switch. Holy cow, I have really enjoyed it. Uh, something about playing on that little screen with dual sticks just makes it work for me. I tried going back to the PC version. It just doesn't work for me in the same way. Not same way. Not sure why. What do you like about the Switch Edition? I think the Switch Edition is awesome, but I kind of have the exact opposite problem. Uh, not problem, but if I'm given my druthers and where I where I feel most comfortable to play it, I find that game far more playable on the PC, but then I played Diablo 1 and 2 and every other three-quarter view uh, dungeon-crawling game ever made on a PC with a similar kind of setup. And so, for me, that is the natural state and way you should play the game. But if you're coming to this with console brain, not saying that's a bad thing, but if that's kind of your, where you're approaching it, then I could totally see the opposite being being true. It's kind of like when I was trying to get Nick into PC gaming, and up till then, he was really a 360 kid. And all the first-person shooters he enjoyed, uh, Call of Duty, whatever, he was playing with a dual-stick controller. And he was really good at it. And when I tried to to enlighten him and say, well, look, keyboard mouse is kind of the way to go, he resisted for a long time. It was really hard for him to actually figure it out. And once he did, though, he's like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. But there were times where he was, like, plugging a controller into his PC because he just couldn't stand it. And so I get it. I get that that thing and I don't think that there's any rule or, or otherwise but the thing I like so to answer his question though the thing I like most about the portable or the uh, <clears throat> Diablo 3 on Switch is the portability of it I mean if you're looking for a console version of Diablo you can already get that on a PlayStation or an Xbox so that's not that big of a deal <clears throat> they play very similar but it's being able to take that thing and lie in bed with it sit on the couch take it on a trip playing Diablo in that way and not having to have an online connection to play uh, all of that content outside of seasons is super strong and makes that a really great version of that game. So uh, I really, really, really like it. But if I'm, you know, if you're holding a gun to my head and said, all right, you can only play one or the other for the rest of your life. What are you going to pick? I'm picking the PC one because, I don't know, it's just where I'm most comfortable.
1: Do you agree? Yeah.
0: What do you think, Garrett?
1: Yeah, I think it hit the nail on the head. Um, I don't have it on Switch, uh, but I have played it quite a bit on PS4. And, uh, the, the console version of Diablo three plays very well. They did a very good job, uh, porting it over, um, and adding, you know, console specific things like dodging to the game. Mm -hmm. I wish that Uh, was in the, I wish I somehow could,
0: I don't know how you do it. Probably just some other key bound, but I wish I could do that in PC, even though it's not that big of a deal. You don't really speed up, but I like dodging.
1: Yeah. But I, 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 play all, all if it's, if I can get it on PC, uh, I play it on PC. I mean, that's how I play everything, Blizzard games especially. So I'm definitely a mouse and keyboard guy at heart when it comes to Diablo. Mm, weird how the immortal news really landed wrong at BlizzCon. It's almost like you and I are, are a
0: lot like everyone else in attendance at BlizzCon.
1: Four, it's almost like the 30,000 people that show up at the most hardcore of your audience. Mm. And that may not be the best place to announce, yeah, <laughs> you <gotta laughs> with your phone screen.
0: Are yeah. You do it. We all got phones, right? Yeah. <laughs> i like that's this so, persona you created with this guy who such, didn't exist.
1: such the wrong place to announce that game
0: it was i mean i've, I've or, said it before again I'll say it
1: again i know i've said this before or don't save it for the end of the opening ceremony yeah. like wedge it in the middle somewhere like oh hey by the way we got a D- game and moving on look at yeah. this mccree cinematic everybody or cheat cheat
0: like bethesda did you got todd howard who literally goes uh hey, we're doing this mobile game it's called blades so Elder Scrolls Blades, and it's cool, and here's a screenshot, and here's some video. Hey, that's real cool, but don't, not leaving just yet. Here's video that is clearly not of a video game of just like a camera over a city and the f- slowly fading in words, Elder Scrolls 6, which is super nondescript and isn't even a game yet, but here it is anyway. If they'd have just done that with a big flaming four, solve most of your problems.
1: Now that It means is we'll- how I found out about every single Halo game. Yes. We yes. always just have like a logo trailer. Right. The, and you all go of course. No, we're suckers <laughs> like for it. Like that we're
0: game, s- you're happy and excited. We're suckers for it. So just do that to us. Yeah. Because we're we're idiots. We're there for the hype machine. Um all right. Thanks for the email, Jason. And uh if you'd like send your own emails, you can the instance at gmail dot com. And that is gonna do it. Now don't forget, <clears throat> there's always more content to be had. In and around our circles, including uh, the fine website and uh, podcastery and streamcastery happening over at amove.tv.
1: Garrett, tell us where people should go and what they should look forward to this week. Uh, They should definitely do that. The 300th episode of the Anger Chicken recorded last night. It is just shy of three hours. Jeez, Louises. The first 40 minutes is talking with Peter Whalen about the latest round of nerfs. The back half is a bunch of tack trivia and drinking, and it's very funny and the delightfully unprofessional and you should go listen to it. I love it. That's my nickname. Um, I, delightfully unprofessional. I <laughs> really like to promote the YouTube channel that Kyle and I spun up recently to, to cover some Anthem stuff. Uh, it, it's not old enough to have a custom URL, even though so many of you have subscribed already that we have enough subs. It's just not old enough. Mm. Um, so I made it, I made a, a a bit.ly. So go to bit.ly slash Garrett, Kyle, YouTube. Oh, nice. Go there. Uh, please watch our Anthem videos. Please like them. Please subscribe. Thank you. I- do you also have a carrot or excuse me a kyle garrett porn tube
0: or you porn you know um it might be a patreon goal at some point someone told me yesterday they those guys have channels now where people can create like a youtube just like with youtube you make your own channel apparently that's the thing you can do now so you can have your own you know you subscribe to pewdiepie on youtube and watch them do dumb stuff well now you can go to you porn and i guess it's the same you just there's people making their own porn content and you subscribe to their channels. I guess that's a thing now. Is that that surprising? I, I guess I'm a little
1: surprised. I thought everything. I mean, if we want to get Blue for a second, I mean, um, all of the most of the, the most recent Twitch updates, like bits and stuff, that's just stolen from the porn industry. See, I don't
0: know. I don't I'm naive with this stuff. I don't know. I'm not a porny guy. I don't really get it. So, <laughs> you know, it was
1: a huge conversation actually on this week's giant Bombcast. I think.
0: Oh, I'm they talk about it. I didn't know the bits. The bits. So when the bits thing on Twitch is taken from. It's basically lifted one for one from cam girl sites. Oh, wow. I'm learning a thing or two here. Well, l- look, everybody. Next year, look for the 2020 launch of my hot new website, beantweaking.net. And uh, you can come check it out, be a part of the grand old time we're going to have there. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for today's show. Do not forget to check out theinstance.net. That's our website. You'll find all the links and stuff you need there, including our email address I mentioned before. You can find us on Twitter, Garrett Art, Scott Johnson, uh, Instance Show. Those are all good examples. And you can find more shows like this at frogpants.com. I would say if you're into D&D, you might want to check out our weekend big, huge three-hour D&D extravaganza. There will be dungeons. You can find that at frogpants.com as well. That's going to do it for us, for me and for Garrett. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
2: Sorcerer scandal sends seditious scallywag to the stockade. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. If you're plotting to commit treason and overthrow the legitimate government of the kingdom, finding reliable allies is a key step, but just as important as keeping your alliance secret. Sir Geoffrey Ashvane, cousin to Lady Ashvane, learned a hard lesson on that front recently, and will be paying a heavy price for it. The young noble, over the past few months, had been making numerous trips to Drustvar ostensibly to hunt with members of House Waycrest. But agents of House Proudmore grew suspicious when they inspected his carriage at a customs toll house. They discovered numerous items hidden in a secret compartment with strange sigils and the scent of magic on them. Fearing he was seeking to enlist the aid of occult forces, the Baralis guard hauled him in for questioning. Sir Geoffrey vociferously proclaimed his innocence and threw accusations back at the guards, saying they were, quote-unquote, hunting witches that did not exist. Reluctantly, they released him. However, they wisely put him under surveillance, and the next night captured a raven released from his home. The bird had a message strapped to his leg in Geoffrey's handwriting, promising rare spell components in exchange for curses cast against prominent Proudmore family members. So now the disgraced noble sits in prison charged with lying to investigators and conspiring to commit treason. Once again, the old adage has proven true. When it comes to conspiracy, it's not the crime, it's the coven up. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at overlydramaticnews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Portions of Buxley have been pre recorded.
3: Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about time. Dear Buxley, That goblin at the end of your segment is always saying, time is money, friend. Is time actually money? Well, I'll tell you something first. That's the third most popular goblin phrase. The first is, hey, you almost stepped on me, followed closely by, hey, kid, do you want to buy a watch? But I will tell you that the phrase, time is money, is in general usage in the goblin communities because they use money to tell time. Instead of phrases like, it's 12 o'clock, or it's quarter past four, they use phrases like, You could have earned 12 gold by now, or that quarter has moved past the other four. I know that sounds kind of weird, but it makes sense to them. Goblin Trade Prince Gallywix is so obsessed with the idea of money and time that he once tried to go back in time to make profit from it. He went so far as to gather up all the PvP arena match statistics from the present day and went back through that portal that opened during Legion with the dream of making a giant casino in the middle of Shatrath. Since he already knew who won the matches, he could go back in time, place bets, and then make a lot of money to build that casino. It would have worked too, except for that human that showed up on that mechanohog going 88 miles an hour, and who stole those statistics, all just to save us from the weird goblin future that might have happened. So you can see, goblins are very obsessed with time and money. They think that any moment you're not earning, acquiring, inheriting, collecting, receiving, gathering, or otherwise getting money is time wasted. Thanks for your question. If you'd like to know what I've been up to every day, follow AskBuxley on Twitter. If you like the segment, please take the time and rate it on iTunes. Hey, kid, you want to buy a watch? <laughs> Bet you thought I was going to say time is money, friend. Oh, darn it. This show is
0: part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at
1: frogpants.com. This is one of, not one of your stronger analogies.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. It's a really bad one.